Good morning. Welcome to our second video in our catechesis series on developing spiritual rhythms in Coronatide. These videos actually serve as an introduction to the upcoming chapter in our weekly read of Justin Early's book, The Common Rule. But I hope even if you aren't able to read the book with us, that you will still watch these videos every Sunday morning or when you find time to during the week and that they can serve as a catalyst as we all begin to examine how our daily and weekly habits impact, support, and deepen our spiritual life with God. This week, we're going to be talking about developing spiritual rhythms of prayer. But first, I'd like to look at what are, again, the four rhythms for Coronatide. This is the circle that we are looking at that Early has developed and is posted on his website. And you can see how all of these habits are serving to be catalysts for moving towards hope and resisting despair. And each of these icon represents one of the rhythms. The flame represents developing rhythms of prayer. The open book is developing rhythms of reading the scriptures daily. But then the bottom two habits have more to do with loving neighbor and are serve as the outcome of these two. And one of them is gathering safely, which is represented here by a house. But ironically, actually what Early is suggesting in this rhythm is that we begin to move out of our own quarantine circle and begin to gather with others outside of it safely, of course, using all of the guidelines the CDC has provided, but that he's challenging us to take those guidelines and take a step and embrace this idea that we do need others, and especially we need others in the church. I think during this period of all souls, we really need each other's presence. And then this is also the habit of placing a candle in your window each night, which we'll be talking about next week, as a symbol of the hope that we are hoping to embrace. So today we're going to be talking about rhythms of prayer. And early in his book asks this question. What effect do our daily habits have upon our brains and our thinking? And he suggests that each habit is one that is actually a really small habit, but it is designed to disrupt the unconscious routines of modern busyness. And so as we look at rhythms of prayer, he is looking at that as how prayer can help us lean into who we were made to be and break out of other patterns of thinking. So let's hear what Early has to say about praying three times a day. So today we're gonna to be talking about the first daily habit, which is kneeling prayer 
at morning, noon, and evening. And what we're gonna find in this habit is that habits always frame our day. Most of them, however, are unnoticed. So often, without even knowing it, we frame our day in habits of anxiety or envy, consumerism or injustice, vanity or rush or busyness. And in the habit of kneeling prayer, we're gonna think about how can we reframe our day by punctuating it with these moments where we kneel and pray and look towards the love of God and neighbor. When I was young, I remember my mom planting a jasmine plant in the flower bed next to our brick garage. And I remember she built this little wooden trellis behind it because apparently this kind of Carolina jasmine, if not guided, will just grow outward and overtake everything else in the flower bed and even kill the plants beside it. And so on this trellis she built, it, the jasmine started growing upwards and then onto this brick. And my memory of childhood was this beautiful spreading jasmine plant that covered the whole brick wall, blossomed into all these yellow flowers in the spring. And I remember the fragrance would just overtake the whole place when you walked outside. I start with this because the metaphor of the trellis is actually an ancient way of understanding the power of small habits. So monasteries and other spiritual communities for years, centuries, have adopted something called a rule of life. Now, a rule of life is essentially a common schedule of habits for the spiritual community. But the word rule here, and this is really important, is not like a law you can't break. The word comes from the Latin root regula, a word which is associated with a bar or a trellis. It's the woodwork on which a plant grows. And the idea is that through communal habits, we build a trellis on which love can grow. So this is the whole idea of kneeling prayer. The goal is not to check off some prayers every day or suggest that the entirety of your prayer life should be these morning, noon, and night prayers. No, the idea is that you punctuate otherwise chaotic and crazy days with moments of submission, you're kneeling, and slowness, you're stopping to pray, and dependence, because you're asking the creator of the universe to take control of what you can't. So my day, for example, is often punctuated by this waking moment of anxiety. Oh my gosh, I'm tired, I'm late, I need to hurry. And then a midday moment of, wow, there's so much more that I wanted to do today that's not gonna happen, and I feel like a failure. And then maybe an evening moment of confusion where I wonder if any of this actually matters at all. And when these are the moments that define my day, it's not really surprising that I end up feeling like an anxious, confused failure. So for me, the short patterns of inserting prayers into these moments means that I deliberately ignore these counter narratives of who I am and who God is. And I say to them, you do not define reality. Actually, a God who loves me and is guiding this day does. And in that moment of kneeling prayer, we're doing something to our brains by pausing, to our bodies by kneeling, and of course to our souls by acknowledging God and his love that this is the dominant fact of the turn of the day. So the way I'd recommend experimenting with this habit is write out some short prayers. I, I suggest some in the book, you can use those, or if your church has a book of common prayer, use that. Whatever it is, write them down and just try it. First thing when you wake, kneel beside the bed and meet God in that brief moment of prayer. And then midday, right when you feel that turn in the day, that urge to drink another cup of coffee you don't need or scroll the internet for something you know you're gonna regret, kneel and pray, reclaim that moment. And then finally, right before bed, do it one more time. And you know it's gonna be awkward and weird, but all new habits are like that. 
what's amazing is that after you start doing this for a couple days and then a couple weeks and suddenly you look up one day and you realize that you actually pray now you actually do it and regularly and these little prayers have become a trellis and all kinds of love for God and neighbor are starting to grow on them So, of course, as Anglicans, we do have a prayer book, and that prayer book can serve as to help us find these framing prayers throughout our day. And what we have done is we've developed a website, which many of you are probably already familiar with and using, that is called Liturgy With Us. And we, each day, that is updated with new prayers and readings. But included in this liturgy is also at the conclusion two more prayers to use for prayer during the day. So, of course, this is our tradition, but we also have to be careful that because it's our tradition, we don't just fall back on our laurels and say, oh, well, we know how to do that. And then actually maybe we don't really do it. Or the prayers become wooden for us or lifeless. So if this is the case, then it's important that we perhaps print out prayers from the prayer book and have them on our phones or handy that we can look at through the day. But remember, these aren't to be prayers that are an be all and end all, but are jumping off points to deepening our life with God. So we have a prayer for noon and we have a prayer for evening. So we don't want this to become legalistic. And actually, Early has a lot to say about legalism in his book, The Common Rule. This is one of the things he says. Legalism seems to be the default setting for human beings. Legalism is the belief that the world hangs on what I do and that God and people love me based on what I do. Legalism takes the unmerited love of God and turns it into something earned. And just like that, the world is about us and not about him. So as we look at this question of habits, maybe how we need to frame the question is not what habits can I perform? What habits can show that I'm a spiritual warrior? But what habits will lead me away from self-obsession into grace? So it's really a matter of the focus of the heart. So when Early, as we heard, talks about his own thoughts about upon waking, he finds prayer leads him away from starting the day with soft fears and worries. And while spontaneous prayers from the heart are a delight to God, there is a place for what I like to call prayer book prayers, because I think they train us so that our prayers are not about us, but about God and serve to place our focus where it needs to be. So I let's go back to the top here. Um, this is the All Sales Daily Prayer for um, Saturday the 10th when I'm recording this video. And I do love the way these prayers in the morning frame my day. They start out with a way of inviting me to for into self-examination create in me a clean heart O oh god and renew a right spirit with me within me and this might be a moment where i just don't keep reading 
but I actually pause to think about what are the things that are serving as obstacles in the day ahead that might serve as an obstacle to my serving God and others fully. And then entering into a time of thanksgiving. And the Psalms are a wonderful way to express our thoughts and our prayers to God. And we have a daily reading each day that is either taken away, taken from the daily lectionary or the Sunday lectionary. And you can see that yesterday, the daily reading was the gospel reading for Sunday, the 18th Sunday in Trinity. This general Thanksgiving is just a beautiful way to begin the day because of the way things that it asserts and affirms. First of all, it's Thanksgiving for our creation, our preservation and the blessings of these life. And also to ask God to give us awareness throughout the day of his mercies so that we with truly thankful hearts may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holy and righteousness all our days. What a beautiful way to start the day. Even if you don't have time to do all the readings and you wanna come back to the readings later in the day, this is a way to get our focus in the right place as we begin our day. Because this is really early thesis. How can we develop good habits in our lives that will allow us the time we need to engage in the spiritual practices we long for, but also to help teach our brains to focus on others and on God? So, as we go into this week, I hope that you will choose to dig deeper with reading um, the book. And if you're looking for the chapter that we're going to be reading this week, just go to allsouls.com. And when you open our Coronatide dashboard, there is a link to all of the common rule pages. And one of them is including our reading plan. I'd also like to leave you with this as a question to discuss with a friend or a family member this week. And that is this, what kind of habits for better or for worse frame your day? And I want to leave you with something that Early has said uh, in one of his other introductory videos. And that is your habits will never change God's love for you, but God's love can and should change our habits. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll enjoy reading the chapter this week.